Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechah's Beitza, Parakeh, Mishnah Zayin, the very last Mishnah in the Masechah, and the very first Mishnah, Masechah's Rosh Hashanah. And today's Mishnah is being learned, B'schosr, B'shalom, Yisalom, Nuv, Zagosr, Mercy, Yad, V'chay, Yitzchal, Tzayim. They should be gebenched with Asachat, Slach, and Siyad, Dishmaya, Good Health, Parnas, B'shafa, and Kol Tov, Selah. And B'schos, Esther, Bas, Rachel, She should be zechah to find Rezivik, Hagon, Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Zayin tells us, Mishnah Zim, and Etzloi, Archim, Anyat, if a person invited guests to come and eat by him, and they're coming from a different city, and they made an Arab to be able to come from that city to his city, they're not allowed to take portions back with them. He wants to pack them a doggy bag so they could take food back home with them. They're not allowed to do so. Why? Because the owner of the food, the host, he never made an Erev, and this food is his food. So that means that the food is limited to going where the owner is allowed to go. Now, the only way he would be allowed to send them back with food is LMK and Zikul Hemenoisem Erev Yontif, unless he was mezaka them their portions Erev Yontif, and that way they own their portion before Yontif, and since they made an Erev, they'd be allowed to take their portions back with them. And now concluding with Halacha, having to do with Muchan, Ein Mashkin is Hamin Barios, Avo Mashkin is Habaisais. One is not allowed to give water to an animal to drink on Yantif or to shech that animal, if it's an animal that fits in the category of midbarias, which means it's a field animal. We'll explain what that is in a minute. But he could give house animals to drink, and he can shech them on yantif. And the reason for that is because these field animals are not considered muchan, whereas these house animals are considered muchan. Now, the Mishnah clarifies, Eluhain Baisois was considered a house animal, halon is be'ir. That means that it sleeps in the city. It might go out of the city to graze during the day, but at nighttime, it comes back to within the tchum of the city, and therefore it's considered muchan, and that's why he's allowed to give it to drink and he's allowed to shecht it on Yontif. Midbarius, what does that mean? It's a field animal. Halon is ba'afar. It sleeps out in the pasture. It goes out to graze and it stays out of the city. It sleeps there and it doesn't come back in every single day. It's not considered muchan because for all intents and purposes, it's not something which is found inside the city. With this, we finish the last parak of Masechah's Beitza. Mazel tov for finishing this Masechah together. Just like we were Zechah to finish this Masechah together, we should be Zechah to finish all of Shisha Sidra Mishnah together. And moving right on to the brand new Masechah, Masechah's Rosh Hashanah. Now, major feature this Masechta is Kiddush HaChaydash. And this is a foreign concept because nowadays Rosh Chaydash is quite simple. We have a predetermined calendar which already tells us when Rosh Chaydash is. However, in the times of the Mishnah, it wasn't so simple. The new moon needed to be spotted. Adam would then come to Bezin and testify that they saw the new moon. And after being grilled to ensure that they were telling the truth, Bezin would pronounce the new month and then begin the process of letting everyone know. And let's just clarify for a moment what the new moon means. A month is approximately 29 and a half days. And we say approximately because in truth, a month is 29 days, 12 hours, and 793 Chalakim, or parts of an hour. And as the moon concludes its cycle, it gets smaller and smaller until it totally disappears from view. And when it begins to emerge at the beginning of the month, that's called the Mailad, or the birth of the moon. And that's actually what's announced during Berchsechaydash in Shoal every month. The Mailad Vetzan, Hamailad Yeh, the Mailad will be on such and such day, at this time, hour, and a certain number of Chalakim. Now, the first two Mishnai said the Masechta discussed the idea of a Rosh Hashanah, of a new year. And usually the word Rosh Hashanah makes us think of apples and honey, fish heads, and shoifer. And although our Rosh Hashanah is a new year for a number of things, there are a number of other days which are considered the beginning of a year for something else. Hence, the first Mishnah is going to teach us that there are four different days that mark the beginning of a new year. So Mishnah Aleph tells us, Arba Rosh Hashanah Mehim, there are four different Rosh Hashanahs. Be'echa Nisan, on the first of Nisan, Rosh Hashanah L'Malachim V'Leregalim. That's Rosh Hashanah for kings and for Regalim, meaning for Yom Taivim. Now, what does it mean that there's Rosh Hashanah for kings? So it was common practice to date legal documents with the year of the current king's reign, such as in the first or second year of King so-and-so, on such-and-such a date, the following happened. And what the Mishnah just told us is that a new year is determined by the first of Nisan. So even if the new king was coronated just a bit before, and then it became Nisan, it's already considered his second year of reign. And this is important for stars, for legal documents, because we need to know precisely when this document was written. Now, 
does this mean l'regalim for yamim taivim? So this has to do with a person who made a neder. For example, he's going to bring a carbon to the base of Mikdash. And according to Reb Shimon, he has three yamim taivim in a row to bring that carbon. And if he doesn't do so by the end of that third yantif, so then he's over on his neder. Now, how do we count three yamim taivim in a row? So we begin with the first yantif. As Mesha just said, the Rosh Hashanah for regalim for yamim taivim is the first of Nisan. What yantif takes place in Nisan? That's Pesach. So let's say, for example, right after Pesach, this fellow made a neder, he's going to bring a carbon. He doesn't start counting this cycle of yamim taivim until almost a year from now, the beginning of the next Pesach, because then we'll be able to have three yamim taivim in a row, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. The Mishnah continues, Be'echad Be'elul, on the first of Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Ma'aser Behema, that's Rosh Hashanah for Ma'aser Behema, whereas Reb Lazar, Reb Shimon, Reb Lazar, and Reb Shimon argue, Be'echad Be'tishrei, it's on the first of Tishrei. Now, what's Ma'aser Behema? So we know that every year, a person has to gather all the kosher animals that were born to him that year, and he counts them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and the tenth one gets a mark, that's Ma'aser Behema. And the way that we group these animals is the animals that were born before either the first of El or the first of Tishrei, they're in one group, and the ones that are born afterwards are in a different group. The Mishnah continues, Be'echad on the first of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah Lashanim, Vlashmitin, Vlayavlis, Lanatia, Vlayarakais. It's a Rosh Hashanah for all these things. Now, what does that mean, Rosh Hashanah, for years? So, according to one opinion, this just means what Jewish year is it? We know that in Yiddishkeit, we have a different way of counting years. We don't count the years being 1995 or 2015. We count it as Tavshin Memdalid, Tavshin Pei Gimel. So, when do we count the new year? That's the first of Tishrei. What does Shemitah mean? So, we know that every seventh year is considered Shemitah, and we're not allowed to work the land, we're not allowed to plow or plant or do anything like that. And the Mishnah is telling us that Shemitah starts. It's the first of Tishrei. What does it mean, Yoival? So we know that every 50th year is Yoival, and it's basically another Shemitah year, so that also starts the first of Tishrei. What does Natiya planting refer to? So we know that the first three years of fruit that grow on a tree are usher to eat because of Arla. And how do we count the number of years of growth? That would be the first of Tishrei. If the tree is planted a month before Tishrei, so that means once Tishrei comes, it's already considered the second year of its growth. And lastly, the Mishnah says Lirakas, which is vegetables, and this has to do with Miser. We know that in years 1, 2, and 4 and 5 of the Shemitah cycle, Miser Shani's taken off, and in years 3 and 6 of the Shemitah cycle, Miser Ani's taken off. Now, when it comes to vegetables, we judge the year of its Miser based off of when it was picked. So let's say this fellow picked cucumbers right before Tishrei of year 2, he'd be to take Miser Shani off of them. And if he picked cucumbers from the same field a couple days later, but after after the first of Tishrei, but now it's considered year three, so he'd be chayv to take Maeser Ani off of them and not Maeser Sheni. And lastly, the Mishnah concludes Be'echad B'Shvat on the first of Shvat, Rosh Hashanah Elon. That's considered Rosh Hashanah for trees. Kediver Be'Shamay, Kornet Be'Shamay. Whereas Be'Sol and Be'Sol says B'Chamish Asar Bay. It's on the fifteenth of Shvat, otherwise known as Tu B'Shvat. Now the Rosh Hashanah of trees is very similar to the Rosh Hashanah of vegetables. We judge the year of Maeser of fruit growing on a tree based off of the Chanata when the fruit starts flowering. So if the fruit started flowering on the tree before the first or the fifteenth of Shvat. That's considered to be in one year, whereas if it started flowering afterwards, that's considered to be in a different year. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.